Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clock is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam is gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 212-212. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. <laughs> Go. And, hi there, little homo. So we have a very small cast today. So we just have Adam, Clark, and Ryan. And boy, will it be weird. Um, today we have Clark's got something, and bitch, it's an AK-47. We also have some big X-Men news. We have lots of issues, like lo- a lot of issues, actually, like probably daddy-related issues. That and much more. Let's get into the issues. Adam? Yeah, this week we had uh, sword number 10, X-Force number 25. And then uh, the general run, or really the second half of the run, but we'll probably talk about all of it, because I just read it for the first time, X-Men Unlimited Infinity Comics, which is really X-Men Green. So let's start with sword number 10, written by Al Ewing and uh, Jacopo Camagni, sorry. We get inside the head of the sword mole, Wizkid. Storm, of course, wins another fight. Wizkid takes down Cable, blows up the station, and we find out Brand is in on it, too? Uh, what did you guys think of this issue? It's thank God that this comic existed this week in a slow week uh-huh. and with the other comics that we read because um, uh, so good. I, I want Sword. I, I'm glad that Sword is not. I mean, it's pretty much an X book, but I'm glad it's not too closely tied to it so it can continue on and get more life because this is such a good book. Um, so, so engaging. Uh, I really just loved getting inside the head of Wizkid. Yeah. Uh, his motivations are still a bit of a mystery, uh, but I like that we're seeing little bits and pieces of it right now. Uh, and yeah, it's just uh, the, the intro, I think, could easily go down as being a very monumental thing in comics as well, just like his yeah. daily routine. Um it's uh it was it was really well done i i i just i really love this this right i only amazing. have i only have one question for you do you <laughs> think Wizkid's arrogant <laughs> yeah i think wait so. I, but, I, I oh think no he's confident i do have to hit this joke that Wizkid is literally tamisha iman because she's like <laughs> <laughs> she's me being arrogant you being arrogant. <laughs> clark um, what do you think um I liked it. I like the fact that now he's a triple agent. He's not just like supporting Orcus or not Orcus, excuse me. Well, that too. Um, whatever. Alpha Flight. Mm-hmm. But now he's whatever the hell he and Brand are going to do. So it's just a big question mark, which I like. <laughs> I love the special ad of just pin particles for yeah. no goddamn Why the hell not? Right <laughs> he wants to be small. Yeah, it's it'll play a, into something. But. It's such a menagerie of concepts, but they all work so well together and like again i know we definitely had an, a shitty book this week that i even i hated even though i generally have tried to defend the series but like this had an a plot and b plot both of them were extremely exciting to read watch all the characters felt on point um just even the pat like the stellaris panel page to talk about the fact that you could hire all these disposable like get 50 percent off stuff like all the disposable assassination yeah. squads like just hit on all cylinders and you know, I love my storm. And the fact that Al Ewing has almost, what is that called? Re remedied, remediated 
all of the horrible work right. in Guggenheim's era and just the mm. lack of any sort of storm conversation, dialogue, storyline. But it doesn't it doesn't feel overly forced. Like she really is seemingly in character, seemingly just, you know, positioned herself to get this region title and is now really making the most of it. So um, just a just a great week for, for I like the call out of just like Storm always wins. She always <laughs> wins. She's like, remember Fuck Iska. Who needs Iska? Don't you remember when she fought all those people at that prison for one issue and then that was all <laughs> she ever did for like twenty five <laughs> issues? Oh God, that's right. I forgot well, about that entire story arc. Jesus Christ. Uh, any other thoughts on Sword? No, it's just a great book, and anytime you shit on Cable, I think it's just always going to be phenomenal. His, I like I love, yeah, go ahead, Clark. I like their interaction. Just the fa- just the fact that now he kind of you know reveres uh, Cable reveres him because of what they knew about each other at, when he was young. Cable, I kind of went like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of added value to having now that I know you know new cables or young cables on his own kind of thing, but like old cable does seem like a far more interesting character this time around, and maybe it's just because of Al Ewing writing him. But I feel like even his like you know he mentioned Rocket Raccoon, he was like they were really excited about dirt like you know getting rid of Dormammu. Like he feels more realized than the just rough futuristic soldier that's like oh no the world's gonna end like we gotta just keep fighting sort of shit. So I do like yeah. that. Uh, all right, let's talk about the stinker of the week. X-Force number 25, written by Benjamin Percy, art by Robert Gill. Forge makes a silver surfboard knockout, knock off, excuse me. Quentin and Phoebe go on a date to a baby garden. Wolverine goes on a death surfing date with Pike. Both dates end badly, one with a breakup and one with a kidnapping. What did you guys think? I already know. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a waste of time. This Reading this book is a waste of time. Yeah. I liked the Quentin Phoebe stuff just because he knew it was going to happen, but at least yeah. you get some functional emotions from them. The Wolverine crap was just idiotic. And you didn't like the point break? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and like, a, this is the only part of Krakoa that's dangerous and will kill you in the water. And you're like, what the hell is this shit? It was, <laughs> like, it was like the anus of Krakoa or something. I don't know what was going <laughs> on. Well, and just all the like, uh, what's that called? Like, not memorializing but just talking up of like surfing and i'm like since when has this really been that big of a thing like it just seems such an odd detour and why the fuck would you make an adamantium surfboard that could cut you you wouldn't that sink like a bitch too like what that is the heaviest metal ever too like what the fuck okay the only thing the only thing i liked about this issue was them explaining briefly that not all mutants uh, get their powers at puberty. Yeah. Because that, that, that plays yeah. into like Nightcrawler and stuff like that. I like building that lore out a little bit more. Well, that was than, done in X Factor with the whole kill crop thought process. It was, yeah. And even in <laughs> terrible Chuck Austin's run. <laughs> but it's uh, but it, it's nice to go into that. Other, otherwise, other than the art, this is just, it, it's a waste of time. I don't even know why we're doing this right now, honestly. It, it, I don't know why I thought it. I immediately thought it was going to be like lifeguard and slipstream. You know those <gasps> terrible That's ones. That's what I, would, from, I it thought too. Extreme. Been it. it should have been, been so it. fun. And although the run isn't great, that I think it's Claremont did it right. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. the, the fact the fact that they they could have easily been used and they haven't. The only time that I think lifeguard's shown up is like 
at that fucking bar and she had like just her legs in the water and she was like <laughs> it was like laughing by the pool that's the only time i it's such a missed opportunity pike uh, shut to up, make pike. those lame characters evil i'm fine with it yeah well and so these were pike. like pike and are those real people no no pike no yeah nobody it's like poor colossus's dead girlfriend that he snapped the neck of that never was created before and we didn't care yeah, yeah. Just, just fucking piking like we're surfing over here. We're doing this. I can't tell you how fast I flipped through the entire issue, except for the Quentin. I did, I did agree that the Quentin Phoebe stuff was did really well, and this it just goes to prove that a Wolverine is not interesting, and also b stop introducing random subplots of like action plots that don't make any sense and no one cares about. They need to stop making characters that won't matter for more than like three pages or three issues if. We've got millions and millions of mutants we can use. Yeah. No one cares exactly. about Pike or Purple Girl from from whatever the hell that book was. The other, gonna... It's the same writer. It is X-Force also. Yeah. Why yeah. Is this it's all the same it's book. Cre- creating nonsense. <laughs> but there's no narrative alignment, so you can't even tell what's happening. And like the fact that we had like those issues and then they just stopped and they're like, well, let's do this random Wolverine issue. You're like, what? It, it's a big part of like X-Men lore just in general that they'll introduce like 35,000 characters and you're like, and you never see them again except maybe mm. in one panel or something. But at this point, we have enough, especially on Krakoa, that like show us someone we like. <laughs> it's it's so easy and everyone's alive again. So like fucking just do something with it. We don't make them throw away. I mean, literally there's that fucking yeah. vampire woman that Percy created that they haven't even touched on. Like, so many threads that I'm like, where the fuck are you gonna go? Or even the new, the newest mutant in the next run that we're gonna be talking about as well, right? Curse. And the, oh, okay. Well, let's well, let's move on because that's actually that's a question I had, which was like, who the fuck is Curse? Uh, X Men Unlimited, uh, X Men Infinity Comic, which is on Marvel Unlimited only, written by Jerry can Dugan you, and drawn by Emilio Liso. Can you explain Infinity Comics first for anyone who does not know? I sure can. Well, actually, Clark, you do it. You're so good at oh, it. Okay, so, you know, Marvel Unlimited is that company, the the series that we have. We can basically read any fucking thing we want to that Marvel has decided to give us on their their website that you have to pay for. But um, they decided to do these things called Infinity Comics, where instead of just, you know, you're folding a page over, over and over, you're literally just scrolling down with your phone and every single thing goes in, like, sequential order it takes about five minutes to read versus 10 minutes and some of them work some of them don't we'll talk about part of it was totally functional with this going down and the other one is kind of just how the story goes we mentioned this when we talked about wiccan and hulkling last week uh i i would like to uh also confirm that we are not currently sponsored by marvel unlimited and based on that wonderful description clark did we're not going to be sponsored anytime. And, um, <laughs> but we're open to it. Though. We are open to all, Listen, all advertising. Marvel loves talking about cut. They love customers. They just love it. <laughs> I'm willing to talk about a Casper mattress and, and relate it to comics in any way. If those people also want to reach out to us, anything, but we're open for <laughs> mattresses. So uh, yeah, so this, we really are covering five through 12. Uh, the kind of first half is a bunch of, Missing mutants getting kidnapped from Sword Station and Wolverine on the hunt. And this picks up following that with Nature Girl being pissed off at humans because of a dead turtle and killing a dude at Owen's grocery store. Wolverine pursues her but can't bear to do the task. She's joined by a canine friend and a new mutant curse. Black Mamba, not Vivica A. Fox, and Sauron show up and they all suck at fighting each other. 
The team goes on trial and are found guilty. So the team being canine, uh, nature girl and curse and are found guilty. But Krakoa was like, nope. And then lets them go into Krakoa and witness protection, which is the first time that this has happened. And I cannot tell you how much I fucking love this series, but I would love to hear both of your thoughts. So the first four issues, as I said, that actually did what Infinity Comics was supposed to do. Literally, you see him falling down holes multiple times, which goes with the continuing. It looked like that was what this is about. This The second part, which I found more interesting, issues five through 12, we're basically just reading a comic, but instead of flipping the page to the side, you're flipping the page down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, sorry, go. No, uh, X-Men Green is by far the better comic. The first- Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, five issues are just about Wolverine, and they're just utilizing the, those are the, those the are written feature. by Hickman, exactly. Yeah, they, but they're pretty bland. Sorry, Hickman. Um, but uh, with this said, I I know how it got pitched to this because they knew at some point that Nature Girl and Curse were going to get sucked into the Earth like downwards, and so they're like, so this will be like a good unlimited expedition. <laughs> like, they knew they had that one little thing. One so panel, and that's it. Exactly. So they knew they could do this. But this is just a well-written comic, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's so fun. Um, we really, ex- I love these third, fourth tier characters that we get to expand out and really like get in their head, really learn. Like doing, I always did not like Nature Girl. I thought she was a later addition, and I mm-hmm. love me some young X-Men, but I didn't feel like she had any star power. A this little cutesy. Yeah, too cutesy. Um, like Sprite. I, it reminds me of her, honestly. But mm. she is such a breakout character, and it it was such an interesting... <laughs> the the arc was fast for her. It, it went pretty fast. <laughs> in terms of, uh, she was, like, lovable to killing people in the first issue to basically Hella by the third issue. So, like, it, it moved pretty fast, but I'm okay with that. Uh, it, it, it was really great. And introducing this new character, Curse... Which I still feel like he's got his paws or his, or I'm sorry, her, my apologies, her little like weird head claw things into Nature Girl a little bit. Yeah. And I think she is influencing Nature Girl on some level. I mean, that's what I talked about. Yeah, last week, I believe the same. I thought it was going to yeah. end with that reveal, but it didn't. Totally. Yeah. I love I love Professor Xavier basically calling Cursed Evil, just like calling this little six year old girl like, <laughs> like the devil. <laughs> Her, the dog, misunderstood. But <laughs> Curse is a fucking evil bitch. I, <laughs> I literally, I was almost like nervous and almost like ready to be upset that it was going to be some sort of dream sequence. And I can't tell you yeah. how refreshing it was for this like random Marvel Unlimited comic to take obviously not super well-known character, but relatively well-established. Like, you know who she is, know what she does, how she'll probably interact. And my God, did they really turn it on its head? But the entire time you're like, yeah, fuck that shit. I bl- I trust that. I mean, she is kind of right. Maybe she wasn't right about killing someone, but the <laughs> rest of the stuff was she, like... She, to, be, to be fair, if you didn't have superpowers, but you were a Greenpeace person, you walked into like a Safeway, which is like a local DC grocery store, and brought in a ripped paper bag from the beach and then stabbed someone in the neck. Yeah, you probably yeah. need to... Is this you, bitch? <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was psychotic. Like I'm, well, I'm just glad it wasn't like a paper straw or just like one of those fucking straws because that because we all saw the turtle video. Like I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> that path. They went like even more old school. 
Um, I, I really like this, what they're doing with the Unlimited series, though, because this is a story that never really maybe probably would be published. Yes. And if it was, it wouldn't have done well. And so maybe the, the creators, the artists, all that stuff maybe would not have benefited. So like this being a free option uh, as Marvel, Marvel Unlimited, like that, it, it's just so smart for them to do that. And they should start doing more stories like this. I was it, just about to phenomenal. say, if it gives them the opportunity to do these more microcosm or focus on characters that can't sell like print and you could give it away as part of like an ongoing subscription package i fucking love the future because i'm like this will give so much more opportunity Uh for them to produce content that isn't just wolverine wolverine again did you even though wolverine was but it was like you know it was very much nature girl's story and that's it was very cool do you think it being called x-men green that the only reason they had sauron and black mambo was because they wear green green i hope so I, I I've liked Black Mamba for a while just because I like her and Asp and um and the bad girls B A D girls that she's a, a team of <laughs> yeah. that are just a bunch of just like sassy bitches um and uh, Zoran the last uh, eight I'm gonna years assume of Sauron, you like him oh, as well <laughs> the last the last the last ten years eight years ten years of Sauron I fucking loved he's gone like this completely bizarre human being remember the uh, thing in Spider-Man the X-Men the says, iconic one of yeah. you could cure cancer and I believe he says but I don't want to or uh-huh. something yeah. like that right? yeah he, say, he says I want to cure cancer I want to make dinosaurs and this well, one just even him and Black Mamba's uh, attraction to sapio yeah. sexual yeah. was so yeah. fucking stupid like just so everything that. about the, the whole just, that whole fight scene was like perfect because it's such dark material when you really think about nature girl like breaking bad in some way against humans it's just so funny to have this complete like nonsensical fight happen and it, i just it really balanced the tone well because it just it made it so enjoyable the entire time um, I, while I, still feeling grounded in marvel and you know 616 universe type stuff my favorite panel is mm-hmm. oh sorry it is no, uh, is of Sauron with curse on his back and he's screaming, being bad is fun as they fly away. <laughs> I took a screenshot of that as well. I love it so much. Very important. Very important. Uh, I, it's just, it's such a fun series. I'm excited to see some of these like younger mutants branching out and they could be big bads that people don't even think because they're always like the training class or whatever. But I love thinking of that. Like they that- could be the big bads. That is a good point, too, because we've seen a lot of, like, X-Men villains turn hero, and I do think that there should be a lot more reasons as to why heroes do become... And, like, this is a perfect one, right? It's the it's like the Poison Ivy situation all over again. It's like, I would consider her more neutral. I would consider Nature Girl really neutral. I mean, it's not like she was trying to kill all humans, like, or, or rule the planet. She's just like... I mean, she killed that poor guy at the grocery store. We all agree that was not the right move. <laughs> But at least she, at least she focused her time and energy on the uh, people making, you know, oil plants and shit like that. And you know, they she was always very clear in giving people an out to run, except yeah, for thought, the grocery guy who she just murdered for no reason. <laughs> listen here, he didn't like her not liking plastic. She was like, "I'd like to speak to the manager," and he said, "I am the manager." She said, "Good," and then she stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> that was it. Was a very good moment. Just wait, like wait, shocking. wait. We need to talk about her transformation into Hella. Mm-hmm. 
just randomly fucking change. Like, and then she got a staff at the end. Like, what the fuck? She's gonna look crazy the next time we see her. And I can't. Is wait. there is there like another character in the MCU that is like Earth Mother, like basically able to not control Krakoa, like the Earth of Krakoa, but like that staff's gonna be able to do some really cool shit. I would assume. I mean, Gaia is like the personification on Earth that was momentarily Thor's mother, and then now she's not anymore. Yeah. Move over, Gaia. Nature Girl is now Thor's she mother. She even was like, I report to Gaia. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> Oh, I did. I really liked the, the dialogue that Dugan wrote, particularly to our journey, was great. She's like, I'm a mutant, but I'm a child of the Earth. Like, going to Mars is weird. Doing this is weird. Like, to be clear, this is my home, and I'm going to protect it. And I thought that was yeah. really neat. And her saying, like, she's almost allergic to Arako and, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is super interesting. It was a cool call out. It really, like, honed in on why and what are all, because I think, like you said, it was a very fast journey, but all the motivations <laughs> completely made sense. And in realist and, like, reality, it's also building up against, like, real life situation and climate change and all these things. So, very timely to execute it. And I thought it just, like, really made a lot of sense. You think that dog your grocery has store worker? <laughs> you think that dog has powers? Oh, I have. Oh, I have. That dog was so cool. And that Marvel, bear. stop being cowards and give that dog a Disney Plus series. Come on. You know? Nature you Girl and Hooch. I guess we're getting to Marvel Unlimited. Dog, so. More well, I think that's the I'm issue. Read, yeah, get Marvel Unlimited and read these fucking Unlimited comics. For real. And then fight climate change. <laughs> by <laughs> murdering people at the store yeah go to your local grocery store and just grab a pair of scissors as hard as you can <laughs> yeah if they, if they give you a plastic bag you know what to do everyone come on is that yeah this week it's less of a news flash and more one of those times where your dick falls out of your shorts and someone sees it and you don't do anything about it because you keep reading a book about spiders. <laughs> Disney Plus held its annual Disney Plus Day or aka your yearly subscription is up in two weeks so here's something to keep you from canceling. And revealed a boatload of upcoming series, movies, and sneak peeks. First off, The Biggie, the return of X-Men, the animated series, continuing the story from the seminal 1990s Fox cartoon which turned many a dumb bitch into an X-Men fan. Every that's why I wrote it like that. <laughs> Every voice actor is a return. I, I just had to think because you you turn into a dumb bitch again. Every voice <laughs> actor is returning besides those of Jean Grey and Professor Xavier. And the anim animation is said to be in line with the first four seasons is not season five's garbage heap style, which looks like someone's anus exploded. Are you excited? Are you very sad and lonely? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, Clark, it's going to be really impressive to have that poor voice actor of Magneto and Cyclops crawl out of their graves and record their new lights of dialogue. Oh uh, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I I just have so many questions. That's what I meant. I have so many questions because it, times have changed, right? Um, the storytelling towards the tail end was not that great. So them continuing the story is kind of interesting. Um, I'm completely intrigued. I'm completely excited. With that said, I just wonder are we going to get the same performances that we did through like our storms and our rogues and our like gambits? Is it going to be that over the top still? Cause I'm here for it if it's not, uh, or if it is honestly both, but uh, 
that and the animation obviously has to change yeah. quite a bit and get updated and <laughs> a little bit better. Um, <laughs> it's just a lot of question marks for me right now. Um, I, I think they'll probably try to form it into better storylines going forward. You mm -hmm. know, that last season got a little bit crazy. Yeah. What, what was the last storyline that they left um, off on? Because they even covered the Phalanx Covenant. I'm thinking of like the 90s storylines. Like, I think there was some Asteroid M stuff. That's how it, did, it, it, it ended. Wait, didn't Xavier get kidnapped by the Shi'ar or something like that? Wasn't that right? Well, that was the, that would like continue. I'm mainly meaning like of the big the big plots from the '90s of the comics themselves, because that was why the uh, show was so good for a dumb bitch like me, which was like, oh, I don't have to read the comics; I could just watch these distilled versions yeah. of these major storylines. Was there? I mean, they were basically pretty much all caught up to where it really fell apart in the late '90s before they did New X Men. So I'm like, I'm interested to know, like. There's not a whole lot they can really piggyback off of unless they really try to like re reboot some of that the series. But okay, so it's always this interpretation of the comics to this TV show has always been sort of like they picked in they can kind of pick and choose, they can kind of rearrange things. It's like a weird retelling. So I would love if they just went into the future of like the comics and just kind of picked and choose and just Kind of kept mm -hmm. the same. That's a good cast. point. Use the same character. Use the same yeah, character base. It was never tell the story. comics accurate. It was just comics kind of close. Yeah, sometimes weirdly, like it was. So I don't know. Yeah, I would love if they just kept that core cast. Maybe add a few more that the characters we love, and then try to expand it out and and kill off Jubilee. Yeah. So speaking of Jubilee, the, the voice actor is returning, but not as Jubilee. She's oh. returning as somebody else because obviously this woman is thirty years older. Who do you yeah. think she should be or will be? Mm. Pixie. No. Um, <laughs> nature girl. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, who would be an older one that we could add? Who was like a... Maybe like... Could they do Psylocke? Maybe like Psylocke. Yeah, yeah I was just about to yeah, say. Yeah, we only see Psylocke for two episodes ever really in the run, in the actual yeah. series. Um, the other thing is Eric and Julie Leewald, who are the showrunner and writer for the original series, uh, we're on po uh, Power of X podcast this week talking about how they wanted to meet more adult than it was before. They wanted to kill off people during the Dark Phoenix saga and during, um, not Follow the Mutants, but Mutant Massacre, but they weren't allowed to by Fox. And they wanted to get more of their romance elements, but they couldn't really. They had to be like very tame and annoying. So they want to get into this stuff. What do you want to see? What adult things do you want to see? I wrote down a poo in a lady's mouth. Do you want to see that? Or do you want to see <laughs> other stuff? Um, not, not that specifically, but I won't be mad if it shows up. Um, I, I, I would say it, it's just funny that like Fox was like, no, but now Disney, which is even more of a stronghold. Yeah, that's really like, true. We're going to yeah. really open it up. But, um, yeah, I would like to see permadeath. That is always something I would love to see within the X-Men. Um, and then also, uh, I would like to see a little bit more, uh, maybe realistic romances, Without like people fainting and then just like screaming genes. I only want to see morph level deaths where people die and then come back a season later with bags under their eyes laughing the entire time. <laughs> He's a good character great. though. Yeah. I'd like to see him back. Uh, what are some of the adult things you want to see, Clark? Just like someone riding a horse, but like <laughs> ridden by a horse. I don't know. 
Oh uh, yeah, signing went, up for a 401k. Doing taxes, I think did, yeah, I just, Disney did say that they were very much ready for bestiality in their cartoons. So I think we're yeah, they're ready. Is that you, just Beast having yeah. a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or Beast uh, killing people. It's the new Mortal Kombat finishing move, the bestiality. I just wanted to see an entire one of just like someone's nostalgia for when they were 13 and how much they didn't do what they wanted to do with their lives. I, I don't know if this is too much, but like dealing with like, I don't know, some sexism, some racism, like I think it's an okay series to really apply yeah. it, honestly. Oh, yeah, totally. Why not go for it, honestly? I, I think some... it's, a, it's a great time for the show to be coming back because I think while they they kind of obviously touched on the ongoing idea, and I'm sure you could read between the lines, like in conversations that Storm had with Jubilee and stuff about obviously like you know bigotry and and obviously with parallels to racism homophobia misogyny and so on Mm -hmm. i do think this is the perfect cultural time period to be coming back because i think they can tell more uh directly and more authentically a lot of the stuff that they probably weren't touching on as heavily when you know back in the 90s so that is a really good point and i'm really excited about that Mm -hmm. Three further animated series were announced this week. Um, because I asked for it, Marvel Zombies is getting full series. Recently appearing in the series What If, as we saw, it will be a different world, different characters, with the same number of dead bodies. Meanwhile, Big Hero 6's Baymax is back. And this time he's making coffee. And in Spider Babies, Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, and Miles Morales are toddlers tasked to defeat <laughs> an evil nanny of, of some sort. These are all real things. Do you want to see them? Um, yeah, especially the last one. Um, I believe it's called Spider-Man Freshman Year. And I no, 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 no. It's called Spider Babies. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought that. That's okay. That's what we were talking about. Because I was like, which is a reboot of Muppet Babies, which is so (laughs) strange. Yeah, they're trying to kill Nanny for you. Um, I'm excited for this. Uh, All three series. Uh, I. I like that uh, the mom is back for this <laughs> Baymax uh, series. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. Uh, I think all three are going to be great. I am very excited that a new generation can grow up with a Spider-Man series like I did and get yeah. like some of the lore. Because I never, I read like X-Men comics growing up, but I never read Spider-Man really. So I would always watch the show. And so I would get bits and pieces from that show. So, so them building the Lord that way is really cool. And to keep it with it, it's going to be tough to keep it within MCU like canon and stuff. And people are going to pick it apart. But the fact that he will be a little bit of a younger Spider-Man, because we didn't really get to see it at all. He just came to Civil War fully fleshed out kind of in some way. So, so to see that, I'm very excited for that side. Do of you, who do you think they could actually, because he can't have a costume because he still had his old shit before Tony found him. Yeah. Like, how do you, th- who do you think they'll actually put him up against? So it's interesting, like maybe a mafia boss type thing or? Could be like Hammerhead or something like that. Um, I was trying to think which villains could be. What, what do you think, Clark? What's like a low level villain that he could kind of go up against? Stilt man. Yeah, always <laughs> stilt man. He's the Kangaroo. lowest level. Oh, yeah. isn't there the boomerang guy? Was it, who was he living with in the same Oh, like, bitch, house? if they brought in Boom, I'm almost sad if they bring in Boomerang to this, unless they, like, maybe bring him back later, because I, I yeah. love that character. It's, I feel like it's going to end up being a lot of people that are not metahuman or don't have actual superpower. They'll just be, like, mercenary types who just happen to have weird skill sets, maybe. Um, I, 
it'd just be so weird that he would be able to fight like these like superhumans with only his like sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll just like in the movies, he'll change costumes quite often. Yeah. Um, so it might just be the first year, and then he's they like skip to like later maybe. But um, I think Mr. Negative, he's kind of a, a fun new one that came out. Hmm. There's a really shitty character called Jackpot that is just like a red herring for uh, Mary Jane. Yeah. That would be fun. So just someone that looks like <laughs> what a ridiculous, so dumb. I hate that name. What about that that one they created at the same time, Paper Doll or whatever her name is, who was literally was just so thin she could like slap herself on a window. <laughs> no, don't no, because I want to see Flatman in in uh, the MCU at some point. So no, That's don't true. take his shtick. Um, and then there's also one. What's it like? It's a weird like fast girl. Like her name's like Goofball or something like that. <laughs> oh shit! What is her name? I yeah. don't remember. Her. Goofarella, I think, is what it is. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good options though, and I think the 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 Spider-Man gallery is pretty uh, deep and thick. Uh, so I think, yeah, they can find someone. If, I'm excited. Uh, I do think for Marvel Zombies, if we can get a more like, I hope they like because it's just this, they like turn it up a little bit because I'd love mm-hmm. to see it get like a little bit more grotesque and crazy. I did love those those episodes, though. I, I would like uh, where they were going with it. So I'd love to see that expanded. Yeah, I want to see more pockets of humanity left in different groups that don't know the other ones exist yet. Yes. And then, you know, yeah. slow interactions. And more female characters that survive instead of just yeah, a, right? a head, like three men in a head. Jesus. <laughs> the sequel to You Loved Two, Three Men and a Baby. Now it's Three Men in a Head. <laughs> <laughs> did they chop the baby's head off? <laughs> yeah, you'll have to watch to find out. We also got first looks at MCU's new series, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Were they anything at all? <laughs> um, okay. So She-Hulk was pleasing because it seems very comics authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, both the look and maybe even the backstory somehow. I don't know how, but maybe somehow. <laughs> uh, we get to see a banner in it, which is like fun uh moon knight is just a big question mark but still looks intriguing it it always feels a little bit like the mummy movies when you're going into egyptian lore and they're like so i hope they don't go down that path a little bit too much but it looks it looks intriguing you know oscar's gonna be like fucking amazing amazing in it um the i'm really surprised at my reaction and maybe i'm wrong and you guys can disagree but with miss marvel it looked so half-assed and so not fully fleshed out that I think maybe the delays, I don't think acting wise or anything like that. I think maybe they didn't have a fully fleshed out idea yet. And we've seen that her powers are going to change. I think this one is the only one that gives me pause of this bunch of like new shows because it looks kind of janky right now. I mean, Um, the, the design doesn't look great. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't really know. I, I there must been there must have been some decision at some point to make them change her powers looking different. Um probably just cuz it's hard to make someone look stretchy or embiggened, you know what I mean? But Yeah, with money involved. Well, I still exactly. think they're probably I don't think they like replicating power sets, so I imagine they're just like we want to save stretch for Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably true, yeah. But this just looks like armor um, from the X-Men comics that is kind of like purplish. Yeah. 
They're not going to use armor then. I, I do wonder. I wonder if the previews probably don't. Maybe even I don't know if all of the things are finished too. So maybe we're just getting like decent visual, but maybe they're still refining them. I don't know. I'm just glad probably... Tatiana Maslany's acting again. She's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I really like her. I'm looking forward to that one. I mean, it, it does, as you said, just looks very comic accurate. He, she doesn't look like she's going to be some monster green Hulk like in the most re- <laughs> in Jason Aaron's horrible run that's going on right now. <laughs> She might, she might super Hulk out like one time, but it'll be like quick. I feel like not the whole thing. And Moon Knight uh, looks proper dark and aggressive. Yeah. Moody. So, I mean, it seems like it's going to fit the character. I'm actually reading that new comic series right now, mostly because Tigra just was added to the cast. Oh, nice. And I'll read anything with her in it. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, the two issues I've read so far, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for these series, though. Very. In more series that are tied off of these series, Echo guess starring soon in Hawkeye next week is getting her own series. And so is WandaVision's best character, Agatha in Agatha house of Harkness. What do you see from them? And will Ralph Boner come back? <laughs> uh, I, Agatha's the best, but why is she getting a series? Like, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't know what they can do with it. It's going to make no sense. Uh, only if they're going to build out the magical world. Like that's the only thing I can think why this exists. Honestly, who are, are are there people in her comic universe that get pulled in besides just uh, Scarlet Witch? She's not that big in the comics. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the only people we see that she's interacting with Wiccan and Hulkling now in in the their yeah. Infinite Infinity comic. What if what if Elsa Bloodstone was somehow introduced into yeah. it? I'd be very oh. into it. Anyway, oh, she I can she needs to be everywhere. I don't care. That does like they're building out the magic area. We already got a very special surprise. I won't spoil it from Eternals, but um listen to our Eternals podcast if you haven't already. I mean it was spoiled wow. it was spoiled by Disney today because they put a you know how they put yeah. posters out all the characters, they just put out a poster of said character today. But anyways, oh, got it. We'll give you one more day. You get to listen to this, this tomorrow. Uh but yeah, I think in general they're building out the magic, and I'm like I do really hope that they'll find ways to introduce some of those people. And I just, I mean, Kat, they're obviously like, everybody loves Catherine Hahn. Let's just do it. Oh, yeah. But I, I also really like finally having a sort of like uh, gray, you know, you have Loki, you have so many gray male characters in the MCU. It's really fun to finally have a gray, like, uh, female, like not a villain, not a hero, just like a bitch who just does it for herself. So. I'm it's, really excited about that. I just want to know the supporting cast around yes. Agatha. Yes, like, yes, what yes. is that going to be? Like, even... with, like WandaVision was weird because they kind of threw in some, like, random characters. Like, I hope Agatha, the Agatha series is just all these fucking weird, like, second-tier characters that they're just throwing together for no goddamn reason. Because, I mean, that's a little bit what she is. Like, so, I don't know. I'm excited. The Echo one, I'm... Also excited, but I, I'm going to hold reservation until we watch Hawkeye. You know what I mean? Yeah. No? Clark, you gave a look. No, 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 no. No, the look is, is for something else. No, I'm, uh, I'm looking. I'm not that. It, it, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. I don't really know where they're going to go with it because the only thing that really. I don't know what's different. I mean, obviously, the character is fucking awesome. But yeah. right now they're just using her as the new Phoenix in the comics. They don't know how to use her any other way. Yeah. Just for prominence. Yeah. You're totally right. 
All right. Anyways, miscellaneous stuff that Disney Plus said. We received a cast introduction from the 2022's Willow series. News of a 2022 Hulu Predators uh, movie set in 18th century with a female indigenous lead. The reveal of a princess and the frog sequel series and a painful reminder that we are getting to the revulsion of many, including myself, a Pixar car series entitled Cars on the Road. Are you going to watch, not watch, or hate watch any of these? And do the cars in the series have door handles? Why the hell? So someone can theoretically open them and then sit inside them and there's eternal organs in there. And, and they eat human food in it. There's sushi. Who made the sushi? There's no other animals except for the fucking fish that's the sushi. Ryan? Um, thank you. Uh, I'll <laughs> follow up on that. Um, uh, I love Predator and I love Willow. I will watch the shit out of them. They're probably not going to be that great, but I'm excited for it. Cars can cars should have died with 9-11 like i fucking am so over cars they are so inherently unwatchable this is this is we know everything's a money grab it's a fucking like trying to sell toys but this is such (laughs) an obvious thing that they're trying to do which will be bad it will be bad Everyone will watch it. And it's going to be huge, though. Yeah, people love it. It's wild. Everyone it's loves Larry the Cable generation Guy. generation of kids that are trying to... It's it's the new generation of, like, Matchbox kids. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive, but, like, fuck those movies. Like, it took Pixar down, like, such a goddamn, like, tier. Because they're just so bad. So, 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 so bad. Yeah, I guess they're easily made. I don't know. And Ryan, that movie came out in 2006. So <laughs> definitely after uh, 9-11. Well, I wish they were in the building. Um, uh, oh, my oh, my God. I'm not involved in this. Sorry. I, no, I take it back. I take it back. No, I apologize. <laughs> um, I do want to see the Princess and the Frog sequel. I really like the I am too. And the Frog. It was really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, the first I, yeah, after- actually I also agree right I really I thought predators with Ada 80 I was like with 80 Brian Adrian done no I need to see that <laughs> oh my gosh there's predators she here. would be so fun in that we need some <laughs> relief like that in there that'd be great <laughs> Uh, but I loved. I really liked that movie. Like all the new, even like Alien versus Predator Requiem was like stupid enough that I was like, I'm in. Like, just keep giving me more of them. I'll watch them. They they know what they're making, and that's what I appreciate. I do love just talking about all these ones. We're talking about the just the diversity of every single thing we're looking at. I mean, in terms yeah. of literally just race mm-hmm. and height as well, and sexuality and every. Region. We've got two different characters of indigenous origin. I just t- we talked about in the last 15 yeah. minutes who are leading a series or movies. It's fucking awesome. Super fucking cool. My yeah. niece's Disney mo- favorite Disney movie is Princess and the Frog. So we're going to be watching that like crazy, I imagine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, except for cars. That's the one diversity thing I don't think we need. They're not people. No, they're not people. They're nothing. <laughs> they're garbage, even though they eat sushi for some reason. All right. Meanwhile, Star Wars is in disarray. Disney Plus gave us an inter- interview with Ewan McGregor where it was revealed Obi-Wan will fight Darth Vader again, and that's literally all they gave us. Everything else, they gave us millions of Disney things, millions of Marvel things, and then fuck off. Disney Plus, as I was saying, the, Disney just re-upped the 
Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy's contract for another three years, three years worth of whatever nonsense we've been given? I guess so. Everyone's mad on the internet because the internet's always mad about everything. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, every movie plan we knew about has been canceled. Ryan Johnson's trilogy, Patty Jenkins' movies, D.B. Weiss and David Benhoff's fucking Game of Thrones post-whatever-hell trilogy they were going to do. There are literally no more movies that they have planned. Do you think it's just because they're making so much bank by not even making movies? Like, I feel like the merchandise must still, like, all of the hotels, like, because she obviously has a hand in that, some of that shit, I would oh, yeah. imagine. So I'm like, yeah. all of that shit must be doing so well from an overall business perspective that, like, they're like, of course we're going to fucking re-up, like, this conversation. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to say maybe they're pumping all of those funds into the TV series. Mm -hmm. Those seem to be doing well. So I would say it makes sense for them to keep pumping out great TV shows, yeah. which they've been doing lately. And then if they eventually want to make a movie again, just put all of those pieces into a movie and build it like an Avengers film. Like you bring all those pieces into like a really big event movie that will get people hyped again. I think that's the best path to go right now. Star Wars is not meant for movies right now. Agreed, they, yeah. They, they just can't. I, I love Star Wars more than anything. And like, they just can't get it right. So let it re let it just rest for a little bit. It's also, okay. I, I think you're exactly right. And the world is built so big that they're better off comics, books, figures, games, video, TV, like do everything else because a two and a half hour movie, even three hour movie cannot encapsulate all of the actual world building that needs to mm -hmm. happen to make Star Wars interesting nowadays. I think back in the original runs, of course they were great because you didn't have all that. And like, you have to build up the mythos first, and then you grab onto little areas that I think people could really get excited about again, instead of what felt like, which we already talked about tons of times in the newest trilogy of like, the Skywalker saga doesn't need more movies. It could have its own like content elsewhere, but it's like, no, you don't need more movies about Skywalker because it makes the world feel so small. You need one, to build it out. One side note. Um, I, I know a lot of people online were pissed because we didn't get any like footage of uh, the Obi-Wan series or anything like that. Um, and it's very funny that they just released uh, images of what it potentially could look like <laughs> they are so scared currently to do anything with star wars if it doesn't look right if it doesn't feel right that they refuse to do anything solid yet and also i think they can if people are against anything they can just change the cgi they can change the story they can change everything with it so they purposely just showed images to keep you intrigued but they can and the, if it's completely different when it comes out they're like well, those were just renderings that mm -hmm. we were maybe going off with. It's very smart. Like, it's good, Mark. It's smart that they can just play the public like a fiddle. But <laughs> it's also them not committing to an idea. So it's it's a two it's a twofold things. Uh, but it's very clear what they're they're so scared to make any moves right now with Star Wars. I think also the TV shows currently we're looking at have like so much connective tissue. That like one kind of begats another, or at least the other mm -hmm. one makes sense to create the other one based on that. That the movies were just kind of haphazard in that respect, and then the future movies were going to be even more so. Yeah, yeah. it just seemed like no one watching them was going to know what's going on. So. I 
I could still, now that they would go back to it, but doing some sort of Knights of the Old, I would say Knights of the Round, Knights they of the Old Republic, like go back in 4,000 years, that's the movie you show and tell. Because then you can create new characters, new motivations, really yeah. create these like standalone people. And then you build an entire series, like group of things off of that. But yeah, you're, we're, we'll see. The timeline's too tight. Yeah, you got it. We're having similar issues with Eternals here where people, a lot of people are turned off by it because they don't know what's going on because they don't feel it's connected enough. Yeah. Yeah, This is going to be even more so. This Eternals maybe happened, you know, it's happening at the same time as all this stuff and right afterwards. That's 4,000 years before. There's got to be some connective tissue between what we just watched for the last That's a good point, yeah. And what happens then. Whatever that may be, I don't quite know, but... There's got to be something there, or people will hate it just because. Is of that. the is the only one out of canon now that Acolyte series? Is that the only one that's sort of like removed from the storyline that we're currently in? I think that's the only. Remember that one? No. No. Okay. I, I um, yeah, they did do a lot of announcements and then just go whoopsie, poopsie, coopsie, and then just backpedal. They have announcements for like. Ten different things, and then Renegades of the Old Republic, or whatever the fuck that one was called, the New yeah. Republic, whatever the one that had um that terrible woman in it who then became a Trump supporter and then was fired because she's a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, Gia Gun. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong either, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> is she a Trump supporter? No, no she's she close enough. She <laughs> anti-vax and she she can be lumped in together with them. Oh God. Anyways, so that's good. Okay, so. Last month, we spoke about the leak of the Smash Brothers-style video game with, you know, all the Warner Brothers we talked about. And now it's called Multiversus Versus. Um, you'll see all your favorites pulled out of their respective universes to fight until someone's spirit is broken and they are sent to a mental health facility. The original voice <laughs> actors are all returning, so you're going to get Matthew Lillard. Not original, but Matthew Lillard has been doing Shaggy for the last 15, 20 years now. So you're not going to just, you know how in Pokemon... Or in just a lot of fucking thing. Instead of you hearing the fucking voices, it's just like bloop, 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 bloop. And you just read the words on the fucking screen. You're going to actually hear them talk, which is what I always like to do. It makes it interesting. So the characters in the leak proved true, except for Arya from Game yeah. of Thrones is now in it. And Garnet from Steven Universe. Or they're going to be available from the start instead of added later. Instead, Gandalf and Rick and Morty are going to be added later. Which is good because they literally only had like one female. And now mm-hmm. they, they've added more, so it's... Slightly more balanced, not really. Mm-hmm. So playable characters, including someone called Rooster. I don't know who that is, and I Googled it. I don't know what the hell's going on. Will be <laughs> ever-expanding with many characters as agencies and content later. So we'll talk about this fact is this is all free-to-play. And, Adam, you're going to have to explain what the fuck cross-play and cross-progression is. But basically, it's free-to-play. And then once these new season groups of, I'm assuming there's going to be battles, like fight locations, as well as new characters. But... That will be what the paid part is. We're going to get some yeah. free ones, and then it's going to be a lot of shit. So anyways, yeah. explain what the hell cross-play and cross-progression is, please. Right. So I'm I'm very excited about this. I also didn't know until you had mentioned it that it was going to be free-to-play, because I thought, surprisingly, like the graphics look good, the gameplay look good. This is very similar to, I think, Brawlhalla's model, which is also a Smash knockoff. It's like a 2D kind of fighter. Uh, it's on like Switch and every other system you could find. But so to your to your question, uh, obviously free to play means you get to play with it, and then you can always just buy the characters' costumes. Like there, it's a live service game, so they're gonna unlock yeah. a bunch of shit. You'll be able to like probably um, what is it like? You know, you pay for the season, so every twelve weeks or however long, you build up points to unlock stuff. 
But cross-play, cross-progression just means that whichever system you're logging, you'll have one profile. So whether you play on PS4, PS5, Xbox One X, Series X, PC, your progress will track everywhere. So it's kind of like having a mobile game profile. Where if you log on, you'll have that. In all honesty, I could even see them probably working up to having some sort of model like that because like Dead by Daylight, a few other games that aren't necessarily free to play, they do allow you to kind of follow track and keep keep all your items as far as I know. Maybe not, maybe not Dead by Daylight, but that happens a lot. So this is going to be great. It's great news because it means that even if your console of choice doesn't have a big player base, you'll be able to connect with other people. That's awesome, so yeah. It's always a bigger, bigger group. Um, I'm I'm really sad it's not going to be on Switch. It generally makes sense. Like I said, I the graph, the engine looks a little bit more, you know, pretty good. It's just, I think, easier to probably program off of one console. I don't think everything is so simple to bring to the Switch. Um, and I do know that Warner Brothers probably had a little bit of a heartburn because they had Mortal Kombat 11, and that was obviously much better in terms of graphic fidelity. But I think they're a little bit like, eh, maybe we don't want to go, go down that path. It is a completely new development company i forget the name of who it was but it isn't like um i think we talked last time that nether realm was going to be doing it and it's obviously not another yeah. company but they really did in their preview video which it gives you a lot of good gameplay footage they definitely middle fingered both smash brothers and nickelodeon because smash brothers has a ton of problems with their online internet like tons of lag the net code's not really good uh, I don't even know what that real word really means. I just know that's what everybody says. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then, particular to Nickelodeon, which I fucking bought drunk like an idiot. Uh, there's no fucking voices, so I almost was about to get super pissed while I was watching the reveal video. And then the minute Bugs Bunny spoke, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I'm. I, I was like, I was excited to buy this day one, but I'm now. I'm just like, great! I can't wait to fucking play it and just buy like an initial release package because it just seems like a good time. I'm mostly worried about the two, the whole kind of like team on team sort of yeah. thing. Because I did yeah. like the free for all mode. I think 2v2 well, seems a bit odd, but. So the main point of, not the main point of it, but the main version of it is that you're doing a tag team. You pick two characters and they combine powers in certain ways. Like I know Steven Universe has some shield ability that then allows Arya Stark to be able to jump and do some fucking. Yes. Jump. I don't know. But, anyways. The um, bunny hole that you can both go through. Oh my god. Oh my god. That looks my so favorite. fucking cool. I've already said multiple times my favorite one is Shaggy. In this one, he both does the like uh the Goku move from Dragon Ball where like he powers up. It's literally that exact fucking visual. And he also throws uh sandwiches at people. <laughs> what, <laughs> what the hell combination of powers is people that? wanted him so bad and now that he's there, he is so out of place. Yeah. It makes no I, goddamn sense. I definitely I definitely uh got so excited to see that they had like Bugs Bugs Bunny's opera costume. They had like mm-hmm. Shaggy as like oh, Bruce yeah. Lee ass. Oh yeah. There, the costume. A lot uh, of that money, season money, is going to go straight so to that. Why I would no pay. Harry Potter to start with? No Harry Potter. When I, when I read the um, not the rumors, they said they were in play, but they didn't uh, want to start them yet. I don't quite gotcha. know. Gotcha. I did. Okay. Was very pleased because I knew something. Game of Thrones had to be in there. I mentioned yeah. the Night King last time. I think yeah. I mentioned Arya, but I'm not sure. But those are the definitely the two. And you know the. Daenerys. Those are the three that would probably be usable. Um, yeah, oh, and just mentioned that there will just be not, not just the two on two. There's also a free for all and one on one. Okay, good. There is a free for all mode. Cool. Yeah, those aren't just, those aren't the, 
main piece. And that's what makes it different. This two on two thing that like none of the other ones have that as a, or it's kind of, you know, one on one, but you're having two. So characters, I'm like, looking forward to it. I wasn't, not that it wasn't before, but this one just seems fleshed yeah. out real enough. Seeing some money it grab. Seeing it oh, I agree. The, it, it felt more like cash grabby, whereas this feels like a good balance of obviously they're making money off of this, but it does seem like it could be a really good game um, you, in terms of play. I'm just impressed by the synergy. Good job, good dog, Warner Brothers. That too. Good <laughs> dog. I may have said that because the character they added, the new character is called Rain Dog, and it's a green deer dog hybrid that shoots lasers from its horns. Oh my god. Um, I think that's our news, right? Yeah, I'm done. You might be you might be desiring a trip down to the trailer park about the new Spider-Man trailer, but that trailer gives away too much fucking information, so we're not going to bother to talk about it. Nope. I can't believe Sabrina the Teenage Witch shows up. This is going to be the craziest movie we've ever seen. Did you know that Archie gets his heart ripped out in the last Archie episode? I, oh, Spoils. That's what happened. Close this under. Um, So, Clark, do you have anything else, or we are are you all set? No, that's it. I'm done. You're done. Okay. Well, I well, thank you for all you've done, Um, (laughs) guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X. You can find us on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast, all spelled out. And please rate and review us. We love you. I love you personally. We all love you. Um, we've been homo superior, um, and God damn it, we're dumb. Bye. Bye.